Chapter Three, Forty Nine of Gargantua and Pantagruel, Book Three by Francois Rabelais. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. How Pantagruel did put himself in a readiness to go to sea, and of the herb named Pantagruelian within very few days after that pantagruel had taken his leave of the good gargantua who devoutly prayed for his son's happy voyage he arrived at the seaport near to st malo accompanied with panurge epistemon friar john of the funnels the abbot of Thaline, and others of the royal house especially with Zinomanes the great traveller and thwarter of dangerous ways who was come at the bidding and appointment of panurge of whose castlewick of salmagondon he did hold some petty inheritance by the tenure of a mesne fee pantagruel being come thither prepared and made ready for launching a fleet of ships to the number of those which ajax of salamine had of old equipped in convoy of the grecian soldiery against the trojan state he likewise picked out for his use so many mariners pilots sailors interpreters artificers officers and soldiers as he thought fitting and therewithal made provision of so much victuals of all sorts artillery munition of divers kinds clothes monies and other such luggage stuff baggage chaffer and furniture as he deemed needful for carrying on the design of a so tedious long and perilous voyage amongst other things it was observed how he caused some of his vessels to be fraught and loaded with a great quantity of an herb of his called pantragulion not only of the green and raw sort of it but of the confected also and of that which was notably well befitted for present use after the fashion of conserves the herb pantragulion hath a little root somewhat hard and rough roundish terminating in an obtuse and very blunt point and having some of its veins strings or filaments coloured with some spots of white never fixeth itself into the ground above the profoundness almost of a cubit or foot and a half from the root thereof proceedeth the only stalk orbicular cane-like green without whitish within and hollow like the stem of smyrnium olus atrum beans and gentian full of long threads straight easy to be broken jagged snipped nicked and notched a little after the manner of pillars and columns slightly furrowed chamfered guttered and channelled and full of fibres or hairs like strings in which consisteth the chief value and dignity of the herb especially in that part thereof which is termed messa as he would say the mean and in that other which hath got the denomination of millicy its height is commonly of five or six foot yet sometimes it is of such a tall growth as doth surpass the length of a lance but that is only when it meeteth with a sweet easy warm wet and well-soaked soil as is the ground of the territory of aloni and that of rassi near to Preneste in sabinia and that it want not for rain enough about the season of the fishers holidays and the estival solstice there are many trees whose height is by it very far exceeded and you might call it dendromalachi by the authority of theophrastus the plant every year perisheth the tree neither in the trunk root bark or boughs being durable 
from the stalk of this pantagruelian plant there issue forth several large and great branches whose leaves have thrice as much length as breadth always green roughish and rugged like the orconet or spanish bugglass hardish slit round about like unto a sickle whereas the saxifragum betony and finally ending as it were in the points of a macedonian spear or of such a lancet as surgeons commonly make use of in their phlebotomizing tiltings the figure and shape of the leaves thereof is not much different from that of those of the ash tree or of agrimony the herb itself being so like the eupatorian plant that many skilful herbalists have called it the domestic eupater and the eupater the wild pantagruelian these leaves are in equal and parallel distances spread around the stalk by the number in every rank either five or seven nature having so highly favoured and cherished this plant that she hath richly adorned it with these two odd divine and mysterious numbers the smell thereof is somewhat strong and not very pleasing to nice tender and delicate noses the seed enclosed therein mounteth up to the very top of its stalk and a little above it this is a numerous herb for there is no less abundance of it than of any other whatsoever some of these plants are spherical some rhomboid and some of an oblong shape and all of those either black bright-coloured or tawny rude to the touch and mantled with a quickly blasted away coat yet such a one as is of a delicious taste and savour to all shrill and sweetly singing birds such as linnets goldfinches larks canary birds yellow hammers and others of the that chirping choir but it would quite extinguish the natural heat and procreative virtue of the semens of any man who would eat much and often of it and although that of old amongst the greeks there were certain kinds of fritters and pancakes buns and tarts made thereof which commonly for a liquorish daintiness were presented on the table after supper to delight the palate and make the wine relish the better yet is it of a difficult concoction and offensive to the stomach for it engendereth bad and unwholesome blood and with its exorbitant heat woundeth them with grievous hurtful smart and noisome vapours and as in divers plants and trees there are two sexes male and female which is perceptible in laurels palms cypresses oaks homes the daffodil mandrake fern the agaric mushroom birthwort turpentine pennyroyal peony rose of the mount and many other such like even so in this herb there is a male which beareth no flower at all yet it is very copious of and abundant in seed there is likewise in it a female which hath great store and plenty of whitish flowers serviceable to little or no purpose nor doth it carry in it seed of any worth at all at least comparable to that of the male it hath also a larger leaf and much softer than that of the male nor doth it altogether grow to so great a height this pantagruelian is to be sown at the first coming of the swallows and is to be plucked out of the ground when the grasshoppers begin to be a little hoarse End of chapter three forty nine